for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Dun, dun. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, February 12, 2013. This is episode 71 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, right here, live, attackoftheandroids.com. That's our site. I'm Matt Lee. Join me tonight. We got just a couple people. We got Shane. What's up, Shane? Uh, not too much. I, I promise I'm going to stick it out the entire episode this week. No matter how many, and we're going to count how many times you have to reconnect, yeah. and then we're going to forward that to Google. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this I'm is unacceptable. Sad. And we got Seth. What's up, Seth? Hey, guys. Good to be back. Back on your every other week schedule with us. Yep. Since yep. since we got you back and we've missed you the last uh, couple episodes, what what has been going on Android-wise in your life that you've been checking out? You got a phone of the moment for us, I see in the dock, perhaps. A rumored to be announced soon phone of the moment. Well, I was, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that, but I was initially thinking also about talking, saying, I mean, it seems like the phone of the moment isn't probably an Android phone. It's probably the BlackBerry. I mean, I, I think that's the most important news, I guess, in the mobile world right now. People seem pretty uh, excited over those two new devices. I mean, we had Chris Miller talking on Yat's last episode about he had a he had them uh, to play with and to do a show about, and he was really impressed with them. They seem to have gotten it finally, you know, caught up with, for the most part, with what Android... At least in the enterprise, that was their main. I mean, that's obviously their main focus. But I mean, are you as a personal user? Are you excited about the Z10 or whatever it's called? No. Um, no. I mean, so what? <laughs> I just think that uh, I mean, we don't need to talk too long about this because this is an Android show, not a BlackBerry show. And it's also interesting that they changed their name now. You can't say Rim anymore, BlackBerry. Yeah. Um. Uh. It seems to me that. And this is something I'm, you know, the same thing that coming out with like this Ubuntu phone and isn't Firefox making a phone I heard or something like that. And so it's like, um, how many phones do we need and how many systems can we support and how many eco- ecosystems can we? Well, what do you think was the, ma- I thought the magic number was three and I was waiting to see whether it was going to be Microsoft or BlackBerry, whichever was going to come out. Cause that was at the point where. They neither of them had released their newest version. You know, everyone was still waiting on BlackBerry 10, and Windows Phone 8 was still around the corner. But now that that one of them was out, it didn't seem like Microsoft really nailed it. I mean, some people like them, but for the most part, it's it's not that great. Yeah. See, the thing with Microsoft though is that they have sort of the interoperability going for them. They have everyone sure. familiar with you know Microsoft programs. You know they have. A, they're starting to try to break into like the. I, I forget what it's called. What what is their storage place called? It's sort of like Dropbox and Live? they've got all those like SkyDrive. Sky Drive. Yeah, SkyDrive and all those messenger things that they're trying to get people to, to sort of tie into. And so it's all sort of one system with Office. Uh, you know, and Rim. I frankly don't know what strengths they have other than enterprise. Well, they don't have any strengths. Enterprise, right? <laughs> other than Everyone who already. Using RIM, which is a surprisingly small, I mean, which is a, like increasingly small number, given that everyone's moving away from RIM more and more. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And so, I frankly don't know. I mean, no matter. How, I mean, RIM's system would have to be amazing. It'd have to do something new, something that you can't get in other systems, for it to be compelling. I think in any sort of way. Uh, and it's not. I mean, the only person I think that's actually going to use a RIM phone would be the person who. The only thing that I saw that was interesting on RIM was the idea of having a work phone and your personal phone be the same phone, where they say, you know they have that sort of switch that you can flip that turns into your personal phone and then flip it back to your business phone. So rather than carrying two phones, to carry one phone. I can see that being useful. But other than that very limited use case, I don't know who's going to be buying RIM phones because you know the apps aren't great. They emulate Android apps, which seems like a terrible idea. They're not native. That's a really bad idea. And it's And the phone is, at the most, it's like you know, equal hardware with the Galaxy S3 right now or something. I mean, it's not like impressive hardware. It's just okay It's hardware. got, what, a better screen resolution and maybe a better camera, but the better software's not there to really do much with the camera, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I think the software is okay. I mean, I think the hardware is okay. I just don't think it... I mean, I think the phone's probably a nice hardware phone. I just well, what do, you, a, what do you think about it running that QNX and being a true real-time system? I mean, what, the one thing Chris Miller was saying is that the, the multitasking on it is true multitasking, and it's so smooth. And I, I mentioned that even even now on Jelly Bean, I mean, the Nexus 10 runs super smooth, but like my Galaxy Nexus, it's still kind of jittery here and there. The problem with the, with the multitasking is that you only have eight programs open. Like, it's the... You see, you know how it's like it's got that home screen with only the eight boxes, and then as you move away from the eight, <clears> the <throat> lower ones just drop off, and you can't get to them anymore. It, mm. it doesn't, and it also doesn't it just doesn't seem like a great way to be doing that multitasking, which is sort of like the your home screen is just your eight most recent. I don't know if it's your home screen or whatever it is, but your eight, eight most recent apps. I haven't used it, but from you know reviews and videos I've watched, it just doesn't seem impressive. Uh, I, it seems impressive for what it was before. I'll take that back. But I think they did a good job. I just don't know how they're going to compete at this Android. point, right? Maybe yeah, 10 years Apple. ago, 10 years ago, they could what? Or Microsoft or two. I think even two years ago, they could have, or a year and a half ago, maybe. But at this point, everyone knows Android. Everyone knows Apple. I, I don't know why anyone would, would buy a Blackberry right now, unless, unless there was a business reason for it, or unless they really wanted the keyboard. So which that's is not even out yet. And I, I asked, I asked this question on, yeah, it's about, I'll ask you guys is, is that small business sliver enough to like really save them, or are they gonna? I mean, can they can they continue treading water on that demographic? I don't think so. I don't think so either. You don't think so? I think because the the things that first of all, I don't know why people think BlackBerry is great for business anyway. Um, uh, you know, the whole idea of having a separate messenger ser- you know server somewhere out there seems antiquated. Um, if you want secure messaging, that's just software, right? You could build that on top of any phone. Well, we have I that if, if you have two Android phones using Text Secure, that uh, Whisper Systems app that Sherwin recommended quite a while ago. I still use that thing. And, I mean, you just initiate the key exchange and boom, there you go. End-to-end SMS encryption for your device. Yeah, but, but BlackBerry never even offered that, really. And my brother had a BlackBerry up until last year, and he would say that the thing he did the worst was email. The email was terrible, right? That's what everyone says about this one, too. And that stuff's been redesigned, though. They have the hub that all of your... But I hear that's terrible. Really? I've heard both. Some people really like it. It's got all your Twitter messages. I mean, it's like... 
Yeah, it's, do you remember, I mentioned this, do you remember the original Droid came with that Moto Blur app called, uh, what was it, Messaging? And it had all of your social, all of your email, all of your text messages. It mixed just everything. I, would, and, I think I would, like, sh- shoot my phone before I wanted a unified <laughs> hub like that. I think yeah, that'd be the worst thing ever. I hardly, I hardly like. I mean, I get upset when I get like relatively important email messages on my phone, and I want to really? be like, ah, I'm busy right now. I, don't I pipe all that. that stuff into my phone. I just, it's but, easier. The apps seem more intuitive than dealing with it on my PC anymore. Or maybe I'm just. I used if I, if I want to be, if I want to figure out what's going on in Twitter, I'll go into my Twitter account and figure out. Although I don't use Twitter much, but if, if I want to figure out what's going on in Facebook, I'll go into my Facebook account. I don't want it constantly like bugging me. You don't and want notification overload. Yeah, I feel like even right now with my like five messages a day on email, I mean, I get way more than that. <laughs> but I feel like I'm already on. I feel like I'm <laughs> you already poor thing, like, Seth. Quit bothering me, phone. Seth, you need an assistant. You poor I thing. Like, silence it. <laughs> like, my phone off. I'm busy. Quit uh, emailing that's awesome. me. Awesome. Uh, I don't... think what BlackBerry really also lacks is an ecosystem like there's no ecosystem yeah well but and and people make the argument that there wasn't one for android when it started microsoft didn't have one when it started and it's starting to get there microsoft still doesn't have well they don't have one in comparison but it's better than it's where is it but where does where is blackberry uh articulated any sort of strategy about an ecosystem other than you could you know there's no they paid uh, they paid android developers 15 grand up to on that porta Porta Portathon yeah. we were talking about, remember? To to but get their we, apps over. Right, but we log into Google and Apple and even Microsoft, right? There's a there's a sense that you're logging into your account where your all your your documents would be, your email, your music, uh, your movies and all that stuff. And then you supplement with a few apps here and there. BlackBerry just doesn't have anything. I don't know how they're going to gain that experience and i think people also kind of like the idea of a phone and a tablet and there's no blackberry tablet to speak of i didn't see that being announced <laughs> the play well, nothing they're, they're putting they're putting blackberry 10 on the what was their old tablet the playbook the playbook the playbook yeah yeah I, I i think honestly microsoft will probably be the number three ios will be number two and android will remain number one and that's how it's going to be for a good amount of time until right. All these other operating systems you're talking about, Ubuntu phone. It's just Firefox like fun hacking phone. stuff, right? It's not something that Verizon's going to sell to the end user, is it? Can you see the Ubuntu phone or even the Firefox phone getting out into, unless it's like something Amazon sells? I can't see like walking into a Verizon store here and, and seeing those phones on the shelf being pushed. I don't know. Like, how do you just, it's so hard to start from zero these days. I mean, the smartest yeah, thing that's... is to do what Amazon did, which was just, fork right right and fork and keep it super old and then sort of build your own and they kept that price point under what any tablet was at that time coming out yeah, so the only strategy i think that will work is, is uh is amazon strategy free <laughs> subsidize it with ads so that gets back to what, the question that is, started this whole that? thing is there room for three or is two the magic number it's well, three what happens right if amazon does come out with a phone right they've been rumored for that for a long time like how was mm. i mean I, I don't know Although I guess BlackBerry is not going to be being eaten up by Amazon phones. The thing, I mean, Amazon, I mean, Android will get killed by the Amazon phone. Not killed. That was totally wrong. Amazon will <laughs> cut into the Android market share. Use your words, Seth. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll cut in. They'll cut into the Android market share. They're, an Amazon phone isn't going to really hit Apple that hard. It's not. It's not going to hit BlackBerry. It's going to hit Android. But yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. Did the Kindle didn't hit Android? I mean, I don't know. Did 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 that really? displaced tablet sales that would have went 
like to the Nexus tens or to the sevens? Did yes, the Kindle I Fire? Do you think did. so? No, oh, yeah. I, I I don't think it did. I I think it. Well, the original Kindle. Fa- I mean, I know my family's bought the, the Kindles, and they would have bought the Nexus sevens if it hadn't been for like, easy access to the um, the Amazon videos and stuff. Is like that, that what sold them then? The the yeah, network. They would have the bought inf- the Nexus seven if it hadn't been for that. If for Amazon Instant Video. No, well that, well that, but also like all the the easy the ease with which you can buy videos on Amazon, things like that. Even though Google's getting there with play with the video, I mean not the selection, but you, you yeah, can get the Netflix app. Yeah, because they know that the Amazon is just it's it is better right now still a little bit. They mm. they just trust Amazon more. Well, I actually th- I think they're equal on music and movies now. TV shows is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think but I think what actually happened is that. Amazon showed that people will buy a cheap tablet that that can be used as a consumption device, and then that's why we have the Nexus Seven, which has been a big success. And I don't think people, I think people went for the Nexus Seven. Uh, I, I think Amazon helped the the, the uh, Nexus Seven and Nexus Ten. Now the previous generation of Android tablets, you know, the Zoom and all those tabs and all that, those disasters. Those were yeah, terrible. Probably, Do you remember the those Zoom? Were terrible. Do you remember that? Oh man. I've seen it. It's it's not good. In the wild? And, you know the Is it what? You've seen it in the wild? Oh yeah, yeah, I had a coworker who had one. Wow. Uh, I mean, you know, the I don't think it was better than the Nexus or the uh Transformer Prime and all that, but um you know, there's a room Amazon's kind of weird because they do kind of live in between the ecosystems. But I almost feel like they're they're almost like in a separate category. Like they're just selling Amazon accessories, not yeah. Really that's almost what it what it seems like. It's like an accessory. It's not a full on tablet. I think they when they when they modded it, they modded it, and they they obviously did that on purpose. But they modded it too much to where it it wasn't really Android how we think of Android here. It, yeah, and, and Jelly Bean is still better than the Amazon OS. Yeah, but, it totally. It is. Would you say the, the Prime? Would you say the Transformer Prime was the first real good Android tablet to hit the market? Because everything up to that point was kind of, I mean, the old Galaxy tabs. And this is this was a few years ago. Remember, a couple years ago when this came it's out. Like so it's fall. dated. Uh, <laughs> is it? I, it seems like years. For, uh, for, I, I think the Transformer Prime was, or maybe the first Prime. I don't know, but I think Asus has been the fir- it was the first manufacturer of Android tablets that come up with something good. And of course, they made the Nexus Seven. I don't who who makes the Nexus 10? Uh Samsung. Samsung? Yeah. Yeah. So And the, I mean the Prime was the first one to have a really decent dock. It came out December of 2011, so Okay, I got mine about a year ago. About a year. I th- there was a previous Prime, right? No, there the was Transform- a the original Transformer, which was the Transformer pad. That was the first one with the dock keyboard, I remember. And then the Prime came out after that. And then they announced the Prime like 700. This was the 300. Where they fixed the aluminum back and put better stuff in it. Yeah, right. and then that there's, holds there's a even bottle too, right? What's that? Is there even like an Ultra Prime that has a nineteen twenty screen? I don't know. Is there? This has a, so. a big screen. Of course, with your with your Nexus Ten, who cares about nineteen twenty, right? I know. Even even up to the Prime, it's like I I so it's just more touchable. Like the Prime, we mentioned this last episode. But the Prime is cold and metallic, and the Nexus is like warm and rubbery. <laughs> it's weird. 
I'm tempted to get one. But it does run better. And I mean, that's that's probably partly my fault for ha- getting frustrated when the Prime first came out, when it was having all those reboot problems, and Asus was pushing out update after update, and it would either make it worse, or some people it would fix it, depending on the serial number you have. I don't know, that whole thing was kind of annoying. So I put uh, CyanGen Nightly's on it, and I mean, some of them work great, and then others don't work so hot. But the Nexus 10 has been like perfect every every time. I reach for it first. Yeah, I finally got my my Transformer Prime back to normal, but it's st- still got some quirks, and I don't even know what the latest is. On, I don't uh, think that's software stuff, man. I really think they had manufacturing problems with it. You saw all the ones that came out early without serial numbers that just had massive reboot problems, and then the serial numbers that came out after that were getting gradually better. But it seemed like it was hardware. Because they weren't they weren't doing anything that was going to fix that in updates for those early models. Those people had to RMA that stuff. I a, have, I'm curious what what version of software they put on there if they ever did like stock. I wonder what they did stop at or if they're still pushing it. It's not Jelly Bean stock, is it? I don't know. I lost track. It's got to be. It was 403. I think was the last one I sat through, and then maybe and then 44 was. Yeah. I don't know. Mine runs jelly bean. <laughs> Not very well sometimes, but did you guys speaking of the ridiculous hardware, did you guys see the the ninety six hundred dollar Virtu T phone? The uh luxury it's a luxury mobile phone maker in uh, Britain called Virtu. And they have their first Android smartphone and it's nine thousand six hundred dollars. The gold rose gold trimmed <laughs> Hmm. that's like nineteen thousand dollars uh it's only it's a three seven three point seven inch sapphire crystal screen with eight megapixel rear camera that does ten eighty p and a grade five titanium case it's powered by dual core one seven uh but it's only running four point <laughs> which is awesome. And of course, Virtu says it has put its own spin on design with a uniquely tailored user interface, which means that phone's never going to see Jelly Bean or was, anything was else. Was Virtu who sold Virtu? It just got spin off, spun off. Virtu? Oh, I don't know. I've I never heard of them before. This who used to it. own this? Virtu. I can't remember. Someone used to own this. It was a spin off from another company. I almost want to say it was Rim. No, would it be? I'm not sure. Virtu, the wiki says no, because it's written. Oh, Nokia. In October of 2012, Nokia sold Virtu to private equity group. Okay, so rumored to be about 200 million dollars. And by 2013, they sold 326,000 phones. (laughs) Who buys this stuff? I don't know. Can you see like luxury? I mean, is that? Is a phone a luxury thing? It's like not like buying a Rolex or something like that. And even that, I think, is silly. But a phone? Like, would you gold plate your phone that you're gonna want to upgrade in a year and a half? Well, they don't. They don't think of it like that, right? Well, kind obviously, just... it's disposable. It's a, or it's you're gonna sell it to cash for gold when your stocks crash or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. iPhone users probably would would do that. Yeah, maybe. Did you ever see any of the Nokia phones they came out with? It says they made uh, luxury and high quality Nokia phones. Yeah, people. Uh, uh, Virtue never... is, has always made horrible phones. No one likes them. 
It's just. Yeah, I mean, like, I know people who could easily afford those, is and it a not one of them has ever considered getting it. Is it a parody of itself at this point? Just like we're gonna slap together the most ridiculous crap. We're oh. gonna hire a developer to make the the UI all flashy, and we'll sell three of them and make a hundred thousand. Well, who's gonna pay? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, stupid story. I apologize. Have you guys? No, no, messed- no, 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 no. I was. I mean, I was just gonna say, like, who's even? Can you imagine if your job was to like to design that phone? I wish it was my job to test that phone. I would tell them how terrible it is. Uh, that it's, it's just anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, that's I agree. Uh, do you guys ever mess with Snapchat at all? Did you see the the public no. beta that? Okay. What what is it? It's that it's like a disposable. It's for sexting. It's thank oh, you. I have heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't Facebook do like a version? Some sort of yeah, totally oh, yep. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Oh, phones ringing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they it, did like, like you know, this. The problem with Snapchat is like, can't you still take a screenshot of it? Or I, I, no, it's supposedly to disable that. It supposedly disables it. But I mean, if you're rooted, like, of course you would be able to, right? Well, how can they? Yeah, I don't want. Anyways, I don't know how they can disable me from taking it or. Can't I take a picture of the picture with another phone? Well, obviously, if or you can do I, that. If, I mean, it seems like there's so many. If you're like ready for it, I mean, if you're if you're that worried about it, I don't know why you would send the picture in the first place, deleting it or not. But it seems like more of like a kid thing that kids are doing this and just like sending each other stupid disposable if, I pictures. If, I mean, not sexting, kid, but per se, but just if sending. I had a kid, disp- I'd rather have them do this than send a real text. Well. <laughs> You're just sending disposable pictures at this point, right? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, stupid. Snapchat.com slash beta. It was up at like three in the morning and then it was down. I mean, I, th- I, I, mean, I think that's actually a good story though because I think people do use that. I mean, you know, I, mean, I think that's a pretty... Would you Snapchat use that? Thing. What's that? Would you use that? No. We're all too old. Yeah, but I think, I think that that's actually a real story. But though. like think, when think... we're old enough to know that when you sext, you mean it, right? Like you're not... <laughs> I'm just saying, you're not, like, sending... And actually, this did happen to me a couple times. If you get just, like, a random message sent to you, and it's, like, boobs, and they they meant to send it to some other phone number from some guy they met at the bar, but it ends up on your... You know, it's it happens. I've never had that happen to me. Never really? To me, yeah. <laughs> Have you had no. the same number for, like, a long-ass time? I've had the same number for 10 years. Really? That's crazy. I've had it happen to me twice. And I actually started talking to the girl and, like, decided she Oh, these are, just, these are people you know. These are No, like, total stranger. Just, like, I meant that because oh. I was like, who's this? And they're like, oh, my God, that meant to go to someone else. And I was like, oh, oh. nice. <laughs> Twice that's nice. happened in my life. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, they say uh, once you download the app, it, fi- it works just like it does on iOS. Hold down the record button, shoot video, tap it once, snap the photo, uh, and send it. And then there you go. They raise quite a bit of money, so it must be popular with somebody. I mean, I think sexting is probably popular with kids, so... Well, no, it's a popular, sexting's it's a popular, popular with everybody. With... Everyone that has a phone does that. Except for you, Seth. I, I have a phone and I've never sexted. Yeah, I don't even... <laughs> okay, I take that back. Everybody that's single does that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have obviously been in relationships since before there were cell phones, so this does not apply. All right. Before there on. were smartphones, for sure. That's right. Uh, Seth, give us the 
S4 rumor roundup, if you will. Well, so what I mean, we I so think far? I mean I've been following this on and off. We don't really know anything right now. We we're, we think that there's a 1080p screen. It's going to be five inches, which I five inches. I mean, I like. I mean, I love my Galaxy S3. Although I have been beating it up lately, I've been dropping it a ton accidentally. I've been dropping my GeneX lately. Like the last and, like, couple it's been, days, like, I've, I've actually cracked the screen. Oh wow! But not not in a bad sort of way. I don't have it. I don't think. Oh, here it is. I'm not going to show it to you, but it's not actually cracked. It's fine. But it's um. I'm not um, going to show it to you for insurance purposes. <laughs> no, no, I just mean like the the glass on the edge. I I put a little nick in it. You can't see it, but anyways. But luckily, everything's still working. So it's, that's actually been a relatively tough phone. Uh, but I haven't dropped it on cement, just on like the little things. Uh, but so it's bigger. They're saying it's going to be five inches, which I think that's getting too big. I, I do you think do... it's too big because of the note too? Like it's. Because it's getting towards that, isn't it? I mean, yeah, not... yeah. I I just think that I wish you, I like the 1080p idea. I don't know if it's worth it or not. I'd have to see the screen, but I like 1080p. I just wish that. Well, oh, I wish it would be smaller, like 4.5 or something like that, or 4.7. I wonder. Fine. I wonder so, if battery issues come in where they need it a little bit bigger to hold the battery. You think? Because the Note I'm 2 is what, 5.5? Or no, that was the Note. What's the Note 2? How big is that? The, the Note 2 has less pixels than the Note 1. So it didn't need to be bigger for battery. I'm just saying a 1080p 595, screen. 595, so like almost 6 inches. So this is like right in between the GeneX and the Note 2. I don't know, that'd be cool. Have you ever wished your Galaxy Nexus was a little bigger? But then you just reach for your tablet, right? Well, I like, I mean, I like my, what's the GS3? Is 4.7, right? 4.75, I think. Yeah. And I like this. This is, but even this is just almost just like a, a an inch too big. Or not an inch, like a, you know, a tenth of an inch or whatever. Like, I think 4.5 would be a little better. <laughs> yeah, but like. Tenth of an inch? Well, but you know, 4.5 instead of 4.7 or something like that. I, I like that. It's for his uh, OCD, not necessarily for how big it actually is. But the problem is, if it gets even another, if it's another, you know, three tenths of an inch bigger at five inches, then that's getting even bigger. I don't know, but I think the biggest thing is the battery life. They need to get the battery life. I mean, it's fine. I can get through most of a day on my GS3, but they need to. They need to. Battery life is the one place these phones need to improve on. They need to be lasting more than a day. Yeah. With heavy usage, like a day and a half. You mean, and do I'm you think like, we'll get there though? Unless, with, do you think with with know. current battery technology is that well, the possible? The thing is, I would rather have a 720p screen that lasts me a day and a half than a 1080p screen that lasts me a day. You know what I mean? So make the screen bigger so that you can fit a bigger battery in it, but keep the pixel density lower, Maybe. so that you're not overpowering. Uh, I mean, well, no, just give me a 4.5 or 4.7 inch screen and a full day and a half battery. <laughs> I don't know, but. I'm I'm curious to see how this 13 megapixel. Are they saying it might be a 13 megapixel camera? That could be interesting. Although again, it's not about megapixels. We all know that. It's yeah, about... and the software is getting a lot better. I mean, the Jelly Bean software is awesome. The default. Yeah, but I'm also I also mean it's just like about how the optics are any good. The and lenses the performance and performance is any good. Right. And, um, all want, sorts of stuff like I that. I want Carl Zeiss lens. I want a nice image <laughs> processor. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is I actually I'm trying to think if I want wireless charging or not. I think that'd be cool. 
rather than I just picture it like every night because my phone is my alarm clock. Like I go into the thing in my room and I plug it in. If I could just set it down on something that was already on my desk there, that yeah, that would be, be cool. a lot cooler. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And less wear and tear. I mean, these these don't really break anymore. But like on the first droid i had a problem with the headphone thing because it was its own piece and after a while of of plugging in and unplugging it started to get really loose and crappy Mm -hmm. these don't really do that but it would be cool if you could just set it down i think Mm -hmm. um i I don't know i think that's all we know about it when do they release date somewhere it's going to be announced at mobile world no it won't be i guarantee you it's not going to be announced at mobile congress you don't think no they'll have their own event there's no way (laughs) I think in March. When they announce it in March? Something like that. March, April. So it'll probably get here like June or July for US. And then Seth, are you going to write an article saying how it's not that great and then buy it two months later? <laughs> <laughs> I still think all of everything I said in that article is right. It just ends up still being a pretty amazing phone. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I, I'm glad I bought it, but it still has some, it's not perfect, obviously. Better than the Galaxy Nexus, though, right? It it is because my wife has that. It is definitely a lot. It's a fair amount better than. The is Galaxy it? Nexus. You know, my friend has an S three, and I messed with it, and I did not like it. I don't know. Oh really? It just maybe it's because he whiz. maybe it's because he had just a bunch of crap on it, and it just seemed like low, slow, and and crappy. And maybe because yeah, it wasn't pure jelly bean. I don't know. Do you keep Touchways on there, Seth? I haven't rooted it. Yeah. So, and you're you're tolerating that, okay? I think my phone works fine. It doesn't. You like yeah, TouchWiz? Like uh, I have no problem with my how my phone works. <laughs> I have no opinion on TouchWiz. <laughs> no, I just I just mean I think it works. I think it works fine. I don't know. Do you have, do you have Google Now on it? Yeah, there is Google Now. That was a big. I, that was a big update. I well, really that like comes with what? Base Jelly Bean, right? And ICS. If you have yeah, the... I really like Google Now. Although it's really dumb how to get. Here's the thing I don't like about it. It's a big pain to try to get to your. I hate. I hate. Like I really liked when I could just double tap the button. Or I don't. know. How does Eugenex? How do you get to um, voice commands? Uh, you don't anymore. Yeah, you go to Google now. Google now. Or you you just tap that mic button anywhere, or you say Google. I know, but you can't you can't double click and do voice commands like you used like I could on my my Droid Incredible or hold it down or something like that. I could hold it down and it would give me. The oh, keyboard does man. that. The keyboard does that, but that's only for voice rec if you're doing input. Yeah, that's, I don't think you can't I really run. Like, a, I really liked my G Nex. I could, I could, I think it was double tap, and then it would say, and it would just come up, and, it, and I could just speak to it, right? I oh, like yeah, that. yeah. That I know what you're talking about. That was on the bar that was at the top, though. That's the little microphone. Like, no, I, you can still do that with the microphone. That's what I mean. So, I, if you, yeah, if you just I tap still that. do that, I still, I still but, do that, but, but I now, just like the way, when you here, tap. When you tap that now, it goes to Google Now. No, 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 I know. But what I'm saying is, on my phone, the way that the G... I mean, this Galaxy S3 is a big phone, right? And so my my home, my thumb fits on the home button really nicely. I want to be able to just double-talk that and talk. Right now, if I want to do it, I have to, like, double-hand it and touch my... touch the microphone button with my hand. You know what I mean? No, you, you hold down the home button and swipe up. Yeah, but you can't get to voice. Yeah, you can. Same thing. No, it doesn't do it on the... That, okay, my problem. It doesn't do it on this. What does it I do instead? Just, it just brings it up to... It just brings it to Google Now. Look, if and you, you hold Google. down Home, do you get the Google. little Google thing? And then you can swipe up to open Now? Yeah, when I do that, I swipe up and that opens Now. So then, then just, say, 
Google. Google. And it will give you this. Oh, it does work. No kidding. <laughs> awesome. Yes, it it. Isn't that I awesome? That. I don't know you can do that. Yes. Google. Boom. And it says what? Directions to. Oh, good. That works. All right. Done. Awesome. Done and done. Thanks, guys. Google Now, Seth's app pick for this episode. <laughs> no, I love Google Now. I just didn't know that. I, I didn't know it had that. I didn't know you could just say Google and it would. Oh, start yeah, and you can up. turn it off in the settings if for oh, some I like reason. That. Yeah. Good stuff. Does TouchWiz also? Can you go right to Google Now from the lock screen? I haven't tried. I don't know. TouchWiz added this weird second home lock screen or something. You get a slide away. I didn't like it. Mm. Um, and it messed with uh, lock screen apps like you know your music player and all that. Mm. I really I dig do, the I default. I can't do a music player in my lock screen. I do know that, but you can't. I can. Okay, okay. Maybe they fixed that finally. That I'm was so within. Uh, I think that was with jelly uh, gingerbread before ice cream sandwich. What's that? I think I think that was on uh, a ginger when I had a gingerbread. Uh, S two before before ice cream sandwich. But what what was the problem? problem? What are you, what problem are you talking about? Lock screen widget or not lock lock screen controls didn't work very well. Oh, like for there was music? like a second screen you had to swipe away. Oh like, yeah. Um... Well, but in general, I, I, I'm happy with the G- S three. They do a good job. But the S four should be even better. It'll be interesting. The, I'm I'm ex- I'm interested about that octo core. We're talking about that as their new chip, the Samsung Exynos octo core. So eight cores? Because I, yeah. I I thought maybe four was going to be the max. No, so they're saying eight. Is that? I wonder. It'll be interesting to see what the difference is in devices running quad and running eight, and if it's noticeable. Because wasn't wasn't that the big thing a while ago? That guy at Intel mentioned that like Android isn't ready to or it doesn't handle. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. There, it, it's it's is it is it, Jelly yeah, Bean handling? Yeah, they're multiple fixed. cores it, it, better. It handles multiple cores. Yes. It oh. does. Well then, I don't think that guy was up to date when he said that all that. Well, that was anyway. quite a while ago, too. Yeah. I think they were trying to pitch the. I think Intel was trying to have their own phone. Yeah, that, that it was time. at yeah, that, that time, was it. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to that phone? Did you have you ever seen one of those in the wild? Yeah, there are Intel just, phones out there. Motorola has a contract that they have to do it with. Really, it, I've is, never isn't seen. Isn't Tizon there? No, that's that's Samsung's. I thought Tizon uh, was done Motorola, with Intel. Motorola has released an Intel phone. They're going to release more. They, yeah, they came a, out with like a multi-million, billion-dollar deal or something like that to release Intel phones, but Android phones on Android. Yeah. Intel so when Android. you say Motorola, do you mean Google? I think this was a pre-Google deal, but ah. Google has to honor it. Right, right. You know, guys, I'm most excited for the that new Motorola. What is it called? Project X or something like that? Have you, have you heard about that? That, that looks. I mean, like, I don't know anything about it, but I'm just excited. I'm actually probably probably the first generation X phone might not be that great, but. I'm really excited to see what Google is going to do with these phones. Honestly, I I liked the Motorola hardware a lot better than when I first got anything else, like my Samsung or anything. No, just the Droid Droid X. Like going oh, yeah. from the Droid X to the Gene X, like I I miss the well, Motorola hardware the, for some reason. I mean, so it'll be good. Motorola has done it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Matt. No, I was just going to say, it'll be good if they can do a Nexus device, and it is this X phone, because I do miss that Motorola hardware with a clean Jelly Bean or Google Android experience. Well, however Motorola has done it, they they have solved the battery problem. Or maybe not solved, but they have done some good work on it, right? So 
they have these super thin devices which really long battery life and i mean if google can take those strengths right of the super thin device which a long battery and then add their design and their know-how and their just their knowledge of what consumers want i feel like they're pretty good at i feel like in general google is a lot better at knowing what consumers want than that's because Google reads is. everyone's email and it knows what everyone yeah, wants. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're going to put stock on it, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And then they'll put, you know, they'll make them just a really interesting phone. And I think that, that I'm really excited to see what Google does. Would it, be, it would almost be stupid of them not to at this point, right? Yeah, oh, then, and then imagine if they did it at, like, a Nexus 4 price level. Imagine if they came out with, like, the I'm next insane. Google phone, the Google, you know, which is, like, competing with the Galaxy S3 at $299 off contract. I mean that would that would like revolutionize, and it's probably gonna be running Key Lime Pie, right? Yeah, and then point. imagine if it had LTE in it, and so you you could go down to you could go down to Verizon. I mean, honestly, it would be tempting for me if, let's say, in six months, I've still got the GS3, right? But for two ninety nine, I could go down and buy the brand new Google phone. I'd be like, um, yeah, I think I'll go do it. I'd <laughs> be very tempted because I'd be I'd be close to two years with this phone at that point. I mean. But then, I mean, but the thing is, you might not, you wouldn't even need to re-up your contract. I mean, I guess it'd probably be free on re-upping, right? Two ninety nine. Um, yeah, you could just you could start buying phones off contract. You know I'm, on I mean? t- I'm on T-Mobile. They don't do they don't do contracts. Uh, oh yeah, they trick that. They quit. But yeah. do you think though? Do you guys think the more that people go towards that trend, the more the carriers are going to try and get theirs in other places, which means making our service even more expensive for even less. As they've been uh, doing. T- tell me what you how well, how is that logic work? I didn't I didn't quite catch that. Because okay, if if you're taking away the carrier subsidies, if everybody starts buying these cheap unlock phones and bringing them to carriers, they're losing that. Well, but the carriers are losing end. money. No, the carriers are losing money on subsidies because they're paying. Do you think? Paying. No, at first, but over the two year period, you're paying way more. Yeah, but I mean, carriers would like I, I believe to cut subsidies, right? I don't know. I it was my opinion that they were using subsidies to, to get people on ridiculously long contracts on, yeah. on these, you know, these prices there. But yeah. I don't know. I, it was just something I thought of. Like, if I mean, everyone the thing stops is, carrier, doing that, are they going to as a raise carrier? These? Someone you're going to get you're going to get cell phone service somewhere, right? I, I mean, the people that are switching carriers aren't switching to nothing. They're switching to just other carriers, right? If they and have so, that option in the so area. it seems like to me, like, and Verizon actually came out with a statement that said, or the CEO and a couple others said, we're going to see how this T-Mobile thing works, and if it works, we're going to cut. We, we're really interested in cutting out subsidies too. Hmm. Uh, and they were like, we're like, we're going to study this and see if we think this works. And it seems I think to me if like they, that would be good they, all around. I think if they do it at at the opportune time. When you don't have a lot of people getting into these like brand new phones coming from nothing, but if you have people that have already had these phones for a while, so they're yeah. they're going to be able to use them rather than have to shell out you know six or seven hundred dollars for a device. Because I don't. Well, think that's people... why that that's why the Nexus Four is such a revolutionary or device. That. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the LTE. If they can get LTE on that, I mean, that's a revolutionary device. Two ninety nine off contract. Uh. And it's the better, and it's and it's you know probably better than the GS3, or it is better than the GS3. You know what I mean? And so you're like, boy, I mean that that's going to totally disrupt Samsung's market share and everyone else's market share. If, I was saying it's going to hit iPhone hard. If, if, yes. If, if because people are going to start seeing eight hundred dollars, they're going to notice that the iPhone really costs eight hundred dollars. Can you imagine if the iPhone is eight hundred dollars and the Nexus Four is two ninety nine? Apple's going to be destroyed. But would not, they I mean, not really? But 
their sales no. drop. Although, although people will still pay for it. That's what <laughs> I was gonna say. Is that is, that, that, is, is the price apple. point like gonna make people apple. switch? They're gonna be it'll like some, even more some, proud. No, it'll make it'll make a lot of people switch. It'll make but some, not everyone, yeah. but not everyone. There'll still be a ton of people still being like, oh yeah. It's worth it. I love Apple. There's no viruses. And, <laughs> It'll I mean, be the pretentious <laughs> scale. There's no viruses and everything's so smooth and it's all about the ease of use. And I'm already. In the- hey, uh, it's we don't really talk about Google TV very much, uh, but every now and then we do. You have one, Shane. Ever since you've been on the show, we've kind of mentioned it here and there. You want to tell us about the Vizio? Yeah. So the, I don't have the update yet. I'm trying to get it, but the Vizio co-star. Uh, there's an update to Google TV three that's rolling out. It's been rolling out the last few days. It's supposed to take about 30 days. Um, so the, there's a, a couple things that are, are, are cool about this version. Uh, it can do, it supports voice commands. Uh, now, unfortunately the remote for the co-star doesn't have a microphone. Do you have the, to yell Google at your TV? I, I actually, I don't know if you, you might Google! change the but, freaking channel. <laughs> But they're going to, they have a, the Android app is going to be updated to handle the voice input. So you, you don't have to yell at your TV. You can just yell at your phone. Nice. Or your Which we're all used uh, to doing the, anyway. Yeah. But the thing that's interesting is Amazon Instant Video will now have a native app on the Vizio CoStar. And I wrote an article of almost a month and a half ago complaining about that. Um, and now we're going to start to see it um, on the CoStar. If you have a high sense pulse, which I also have, that update is supposed to be rolling out um, this week as well, and that means that device will also have Amazon Instant Video, and that remote does have a microphone. Oh, nice. Uh, and, su- and supposedly the Primetime app, which uh, sort of does a, uh, collects all your sources of video, and it, you, know, you can search in one place to get – you can find out if Psych is on Amazon Instant Video, if it's on Netflix, or if it's on your DVR. Um, and it could be a really big update. I wish I had it in time for the show. Uh, I could not get my devices to update in time. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I think it's pretty cool. I think with Amazon Institute Video and Netflix and Google Play Movies, I mean, you're talking there's going to be a lot of content available on the Google TV uh, that you can't get other places. So slowly but surely, they're inching forward. I wish they'd move a lot faster. But we are where we are. Better than when the review first came out and everyone was like, all right, fireplace, cool. <laughs> now Whoa. what? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, I do use the Google TV a lot because it's like having a giant tablet. <laughs> that um, is kind of cool. And I have, to say, I have to say YouTube is getting more and more an actual source of entertainment and podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are certain podcast networks that put all their podcasts also up on the TV or up on YouTube. So I'm subscribed to all their channels, and then I have like three to four hours of you know stuff to watch slash listen on my uh, my TV. And we're starting to see people do that more and more. I, I can't forget if it was this show or if it was Yats, but one of the listeners sent in a picture of us on his big screen TV, and he was like, I was just watching the show on my TV. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. It actually yeah, that's, looks that's, pretty good. Actually, yeah, that's not as easy to do as it should be. It should they should make it a lot easier to do that. But um, well, isn't that where it's going? Isn't that what YouTube's trying to get together with all of these different content creators and yeah, whatnot, trying to create? Yeah, to be honest, so I haven't I haven't tried. If you watch it on your tablet and then pair it to your TV, if it's all Mac and go on your TV, I haven't tried that yet. Hmm. 
because the Google pairing, uh, Google YouTube pairing, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think, didn't we mention that, or you mentioned that the, a couple episodes ago when that update, yeah. there was an update that added that, I think. Yeah, I think it was and actually, but uh, oh, okay. Uh, he, I think he wrote an article about it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's like AirPlay and all that. But yeah. it, it's pretty cool. I, I wish Google would just go all in on it because they're just sitting on a gold mine and it's just they're not doing it with it. And I'm afraid that Apple will come out with something. And What do you want them to do? <clears throat> Uh, I, uh, well, I think they need to get better hard, like better hardware experiences Mm -hmm. and they need to really think about if, see what, one of their strategy is, is that you put this device in, it's a pass through device. And so you have to configure all your crap to work with it. Right. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if if Apple's trying to do the same thing or if Apple just says, you're only plugging the the Apple TV and that's it. Mm -hmm. But it's a little tedious sometimes trying to make it work with your, your DVR and all that. And I think they got to decide if they want it to be like a Roku or they want it to be like, you know, what, what they've been trying to do. And, um, and they got to get, they've got to get a little bit more content on there. Yeah. Do you but mess with any Google say, TV, Seth? What's that? Do you mess with any Google TV? Do you have no, any? I don't, I don't even have, I mean, I have a TV, but I don't have much TV. I've been messed with real TV, huh? I have like a third, I have like a 28 inch. <laughs> Tube screen downstairs. I don't have a flat nice. panel. Or I don't have anything. Did you watch House of Cards on Netflix? I don't have cable. I don't have Netflix. I don't have anything. So. Wow. I watch a little bit of Hulu. That's on your phone? No, on my computer. What do you watch, Seth? Uh, not much. Um, I like watch The Office. <laughs> I don't know. This season's been bad, though. I don't know. I watch like Community. And... I started watching Parks and Rec. That's all right. That's Community's good. Like I like community. I, I really like Justified. Really, I haven't started that yet. I did finish House of Cards though, and that pretty good. I'm not a big political yeah. drama guy. Go figure. But like, it was Kevin Spacey was quite entertaining. Yeah, I'm so I'm, we haven't watched it yet. We're we're still working on wrapping up the last season of Angel. Then we'll uh, we'll get to something. I else. haven't watched that one either. You should watch Justified. It's really good. Is it good? It's pretty amazing. You're like the third person that's told me that. Two more people, and I'll start watching it. Seth, you seem like a Breaking Bad type of guy. I do like Breaking Bad. I have seen that too. Did you watch Walking Dead season premiere? By the way, I used to watch Walking Dead, but I, it's I started good. watching the beginning of the second season, and I thought it was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, the sec- that yeah, the farm thing that was okay, yeah, but the, the jail, the prison, absolutely... season three, killer. I don't know. The beginning of the, the farm thing was just so bad. I was like, I can't watch. It was season. long drawn out, and it served its purpose, I guess. But it it got them know. together for what they're going through here. I think. And okay, maybe I'll have to get back into it. It's boy, get, it was, yeah. It, it just started terrible. up again, and it's it's decent. I mean, whoever was dealing that stuff, it's like they're horrible at TV because the first six <laughs> AMC, the first, the first six episodes of Walking Dead season two were just crap. But it was yeah. I was like, I'm absolutely wasting my time. They had to develop character for emotional attachment. God, yeah, I get I get Amazon Prime, so I do. I watched Sherlock season one and two; those were good. Never watched those. British, the British one. You should watch those; those are good. Hmm. Uh, that's okay. Let's go walking about TV. Anyway, <laughs> this, is not, this is not our deal. All stuff you can probably not watch on your Google TV unless it's on Netflix. I, a lot of that stuff you could watch on your Google TV. Actually, is it? You can you Amazon, just feed you it? Amazon like, Prime hold on, can, Google TV. That's good. Can you feed the Google TV like HD AVI files and stuff? Like, will it play rips? It can play legal content. Yes, that's what you're allegedly. 
<laughs> Does it play 1080p HD AVI files that are in DivX or XVID or MP4? It plays MP4s and it plays AVIs. Nice. My tablet will play them too. You know, I, th- you know I think I, I, you said earlier that I think Google is sort of missing the boat here and that Apple is going to come with an Apple TV and that's going to that's going to destroy the TV market. What if else. BlackBerry came out with BlackBerry TV? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but can you think? Can you think of like any all every Apple fanboy would go out there and buy a four thousand dollar Apple TV, and they would. I was probably not going to be four thousand dollars. It'd be like two thousand dollars. Yeah, but you know, what I also have a feeling about the TV market and all that. It, is that it's really it's like people get so uptight. I have a crappy interface on my TiVo or my you know my DVR. <laughs> It's just television. Most of that stuff there's crap. No, but mm-hmm. people take television seriously, man. That's like mm-hmm. it's life for some people. It's the babysitter for others, you know? It's it's like they're it, it's their rosy. Yeah, it's the rosy of the like Jetsons. It's, it's trying to fight the battle of the nineties, right? When that was how we thought we were gonna get most of our content. It's well the problem is, is that people the problem is is that they T V still is in the nineties. Do you know what I mean? They have because yeah, really... it's it's a great because because it's a great it's a great business, right? Like, there's also yeah. no financial incentive for like there's no financial incentive for HBO to stop pairing subscriptions with uh, until cable, right? until so, people stop paying for their subscriptions and actually go full cord cut and then say, well, we'll get it other ways until you provide us with a legit way to do it. Right, but you look at their profits. Right, but that's what that. I'm saying. They're not it going to. Register. It doesn't even register. Right, but it, when it does, then maybe they'll think about it. But it's not going to until people quit being so complacent with, with it. Well, there's nothing complacent. They're not ripping anybody off. It seems no, like it would be nice. And, yeah. It's a terrible model. I hope Netflix does something to really shake it up with, with they, their actually, show. Actually, HBO has a model everybody talks about. They charge per, they charge per customer. And you get their content. It happens to be now that you can only get it through cable companies because that's when they have the long-standing contracts and agreements. Right. But they have the cable. same. Their business model is going to be the same when they shift to without having a cable subscription. They're going to make the same amount of money. So uh, let's. It right. seems like Apple is a sort of company that could revolutionize the TV. So. The sort of thing where you pay per channel or you pay per show, where you you know what I mean? That's sort of deal. They're big enough to get the deals, right? I think they could do that. Where you buy season passes to every, sh- you know, the sh- only the shows you want to watch. When you can kind of do that now. You mean by buying just like the three nine nine episodes or whatever like that? No, but then you yeah, can man. also, or is it Google Play? One of them will let you buy the whole season, and then when they come out, you get them. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazon and, and Google Play both do that, uh, and so and actually, so does iTunes. Does it? I've never bought anything through iTunes, ever. Well, I think well, that'll be good then once it gets to, um, you know, they can put that on a TV, and I think that'll be it'll be it'll, it'll be much more persuasive to people. Yeah, think of what Google could—they could do such a good job at this because they're good at servers and backend services. They could provide that data, those content everywhere. If they could just get the agreements, whereas I feel Apple doesn't know that Apple's solutions would probably not scale all that well. Mm-hmm. So I think and, it's it's why it's even more frustrating to see Google drop the ball. It would be more useful, you would think, with Google doing it, with what they can analyze from all of the different signals and then give you back services that you may not have even thought of. That would be awesome and interesting, like games like I'll tell you what, though, guys. Once the Google TV fiber – I don't know anybody yet who has the Google TV TV, but I certainly would like to see what they're doing with that, see what their idea is of it. Uh, since they actually have their own 
people mm-hmm. network essentially in Kansas City now. You want to mention before we do app picks the four two two update? I still haven't gotten it on the the Nexus Ten. Did you use? I have it on the Galaxy Nexus. So, um, a couple of things you guys will notice right away is that the slider. Do you guys notice the the shade when you pull down the notification shade? It's a little janky. Like sometimes it goes it goes right back up. It bounces past where. Yeah, well, they seem to have made that a little bit smoother so you don't have as many errors. Huh. And they did something where if you hold, there's four things you could press. I guess it's just three uh, to turn stuff on and off. Like if you long press the Bluetooth, you could turn off the Bluetooth from that panel now. You could tr- put it in airplane mode and you can turn off the Wi Fi. So, do you know that little power bar that it's common? This? Isn't that already on there where your account is and all of your different options? Right, but you you could you ha- you could long now if you long press it'll turn it on or off. Oh, instead of just pressing. Oh, because pressing doesn't turn. Okay, I see. I was yeah, thinking so CM, where like you can actually do that from the notification bar and it turns them on and off rather than taking you to settings. Well, right. that's good. So they've, they good. They made that change. I think they made. I think they made the pain a lot smoother. Uh, supposedly they have fixed the Bluetooth problems that were plaguing the Nexus 7. I wish I could test that. Uh, they've added a few new sounds here and there. And there must be a few other cleanups because it was a rather, it was a 50 meg download, which is not <laughs> insubstantial. Um, uh, but it's rolling out now for the Nexus 7 Wi-Fi, the Nexus Galaxy Nexus, the Galaxy Nexus 10. Don't know about the Nexus 4, and we're still waiting for the 3G uh, Nexus 7. So. Very cool. Uh, oh, and uh, supposedly it gives you some better estimates on download times in the Play Store. So And some different download notifications. Some different sounds for things, too. So It'll calculate the speed of in-progress downloads and estimate time remaining until completion. Nice. It didn't do that before, did it? It just gave you the bar that would spin. Yeah. For I, I think making that notification bar less janky actually is a big deal. Yeah. Because I, I thought there was a definite problem with the way it, it it acted. Now it kind of just like falls all the way down for you instead of pulling all the way up automatically. So you know, you know what I'm talking about uh, once you get it. Yeah. And I've actually gotten rid of that power bar now because I don't need it. Yeah, that would that's the only reason you use the power bar is because it's a quick toggle rather than taking you into the full settings. Yeah, so now I get a little extra nice. real estate. Good stuff. That's cool. They're bringing that stuff more together. Yeah, it might be the last update before Keyline Pie. Maybe. All right. I said might be. Might be. You want to do some app picks? Uh, Shane, you got an app pick for us from last week that you didn't mention. So let's do it today because it's a good one. Yeah. So um, this app's been around a while. It's called Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can find great podcasts like this one on it. Um, they Back in August, they decided that they needed to do a complete overhaul of the app because it really was terrible on Android. And so they built it from the ground up, and they used the new design language that Google's been pushing for the last couple of years. And they actually the other thing, they decided to use the built-in media stuff. And so the result was... Uh, version 3.0 of Stitcher is a completely um, uh, uh, Android 
Android-y app, right? It, it actually doesn't look like a bad port from iOS. Nice. Um, they, they fixed all the audio, issue, uh, audio issues, and it looks great. And I'm bringing it up right now. Unfortunately, it is not loading for some reason. This probably has to do with my Wi-Fi. But um, it works really great in the tablet, better tablet experience. It looks a little bit more like the website than it did before. And um, there we go. I don't know why it's so slow. I bet it's Obama's You know what? Fault. I just hit the website. App.stitcher.com is down for me. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's it. But that's what it looks like. I can't, like, listen to anything on here. It's all broken. Oh, well, then that's not my fault. Nope. Um, but if, uh, yeah, but I mean, this stuff, this stuff just looks better. Uh, you know, nice new interface. Looks really great. They used the built-in media stuff. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, cool. they're down. <laughs> so normally Stitcher's pretty reliable. I listened to it a total of 800 hours uh, so far. Yeah. Uh, a, every podcast, almost every podcast you can think of is on there. It's really, it's a really great podcast so, tool. Let me ask you, do you prefer this to the to using BeyondPod or something and actually downloading the apps? Or is that because you're in, you always have connectivity? So like you, you can stream stuff? Yeah, so you actually can download stuff offline in Stitcher, but I'm actually starting to move towards Stitcher first and then BeyondPod second because I there's just something it's like BeyondPod looks it's it's a great podcast app, but it's still it's just like an RSS reader look, right? <clears throat> um, Stitcher actually turns into like a radio, so to speak. You put a bunch of podcasts, it streams them all right in a row. Comes up with mixes, gives you good suggestions, keeps track of how much you listen, hmm. and it seems to be it seems to stream better than BeyondPod does. Well, and see, I'm not talking about streaming with BeyondPod. I, I I would say like have it wake up and connect to Wi-Fi, download w- your feeds, and then, but you don't listen that way, do you? Uh well, I don't drive as much, so sure, when sure. I drive, I, I I will still use BeyondPod for that to download. For, every, right, but at home. I'm becoming more and more of a Stitcher guy. In fact, you, I have it. You, know, you load up in my dock, and then it's just like a radio, basically. That's true. I think if I stayed more at home and didn't drive for a living, that would probably be a better way to do it. Because when yeah, I do notice a- on the weekends, I don't ever listen to podcasts, and I probably would want to, but I'm not in my truck, so I don't have my Droid X podcast player, right? So that that's interesting. I, I, I should start doing that more. Yeah, and it's it's a better... It's a better tablet interface than uh, BeyondPod. Even better than the BeyondPod for Honeycomb? <laughs> do you remember? Did yes. you ever try that? I think they yes, killed it. Yes, I do. No, I did yeah. too. It was all right. BeyondPod's a great app. Stitcher is just, just kind of going a different direction. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. All right. Uh, Seth, you got an app pick for us? Have you guys ever heard of the app called App Sales? Have we used this one? No. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Um app sales i think so ah okay yeah app sales and so what it does is like it <clears throat> it gives you a it gives you like a uh, a notification anytime an app goes on sale and then it gives you like a history of what the price has been and i think i really like it i've i actually spend more money than i probably should now on apps because they go on sale for like 99 cents when they were like 4 bucks or something uh, but I think this is great. If you're looking for a particular app, you, app, you can put in notifications where it'll warn you of apps that are on sale. And uh, they do a good job of finding sort of, you know, the good apps that are out there. 
So like, what's on sale right now? Predator, but that's Predator's been on sale for a long time. Yeah, that was my app pick last week. Was Predator? <laughs> Zombies Run is on fifty percent off, which I actually have been using that to run recently. Uh, I enjoy that. Although I've been using the five K one before I get into the. Although the five K is really like basic. If you have ever run before, you have to not pay any attention and just run and listen to the zombie story, which is kind of fun. Um, <clears throat> but if you haven't run for a long, long time, the five K one is a good trainer. Um, but in general, I think this is a great. A great app that I, I enjoy getting my notifications every morning about what apps are on sale. That's cool. Because I, I, I do notice I only I tend to buy apps if they're at that ninety nine cent price point. If I see like mm-hmm. a six ninety nine game or a four ninety nine game, I'll wait because I know I know it's gonna be ninety nine cents eventually. Yeah, so like NBK NBA two thousand thirteen is on sale normally seven bucks. It's on sale for two ninety nine right now. I don't think I'd ever buy that, but if you like that sort of thing. Good stuff. App sales. Yeah. There's my friend that has an iPad was showing me something like that to for when he gets games for cheap. I was like, oh, that's actually a good idea. I wish there was something like that for Android. And now there is. Magic. All right. Uh, I got an app pick for you. It's not a game this week because I ran out of games. But this is really cool. And if you guys know what TED Talks are, you'll know like how cool this actually is. But the app for Android for tablets is really beautiful. The TED app, and it's got a thing here that will let you just listen to them. So if you're on your phone using it to listen to stuff and you want to listen to something else, you can listen to these talks. And, I mean, there's there's so interesting. If you're into, like, science or just any, I don't know, they're not even just science. There's so much. A self-healing asphalt. And it tells you when new talks are added and whatnot, and you can adjust all those settings but yeah, it's a it's a really really pretty app. Runs smooth, plays stuff like immediately. Tap on it. You can read the info about it, and then you can hit play, and it'll play the talk. Probably not when we're broadcasting, but yeah, looks good. So TED Talk app, awesome on Android. All right, anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap this thing up? Uh, Transformer Prime got to 4.1. <laughs> oh, 4.2 is supposedly still coming. You think? Well, I see- think so. I may go back to stock. Huh. You think it'll see Jelly Bean? 4.1 is Jelly Bean, yeah. Or, oh, I thought you said 4.01. That's 4. what, okay. 1. I was like, what? Oh, that's cool. And they got working all with the dock and everything, huh? It doesn't yeah, reboot I mean, all the time? I, I think I'm actually, I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm done rooting around me. I think I'm gonna stick with stock from now on. If you can have stock jelly bean, I think that's a good place to stick. Like the Nexus 10, I don't miss anything from like there's not really any extra functionality other than maybe some display tweaks in CM that this doesn't really have. I don't I don't know. I'm not longing for anything when I'm doing this. And it's kind of a pain in the butt sometimes to get all of that. It is nice to have clocking capabilities, but you can get apps for that, so yeah. Now, if I had TouchWiz, then I'd be rooting and roaming. Right. If if I had a, any kind of custom UI like that, I'd be rooting yeah. and roaming. Some piece of garbage like that. Like on the S3 <laughs> or something. Some crappy S3. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, hey, Seth, you got any articles you want to mention that are coming out or are out? Uh, I'm going to be writing one on the Ubuntu phone. Uh, I don't have one, but just sort of my thoughts on what there's room for in the market. And then... Uh, that's it, really. Nice. Shane, you got anything and, up? 
Yeah, two months from now, Seth will be buying an Ubuntu phone. Um, I have an article on Google Now coming out, uh, and I think I'm going to work on an article about uh, telecommuting since uh, I got a lot of experience doing that. Nice. I got a couple pieces up on the Tech Page One site if you guys check them out about uh, Kickstarter and phishing. A phishing article ran finally. And then I got one coming soon on uh, Android smartphone apps. So the top three that. I pulled our smartphone photographer community, which does a hangout on Thursday nights, hosted by Ant Pruitt. You've seen him on AOTA and Yats before. So uh, I pulled those guys and asked what their top three and picked from that. And yeah, it'll be out soon. So good stuff. Attackoftheandroids.com. That's our site here for the show. Subscribe in iTunes. Give us a review. And subscribe to the show in all the other ways. We're on YouTube and all that stuff. So check out the new Google Plus community and have discussions with us throughout the week. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com.